You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. I think it's great. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I love it. I love you guys. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. You're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast with Evan, Mark, Ryan, and Dan. You're listening to the Pints and Provision Podcast with Evan, Mark, and Dan. Oh, I forgot to... I can't kind of get this uh, dog and pony show going so right. well it's a it's a new age new episode here for pints and provisions podcast uh, ryan and evan are here hello hey ryan and uh, we're joined by dan and lizzie who are the duo of till beer do us part which is a vlog would you call that a vlog guys uh, <laughs> I, I, guess a vlog or... I, I don't know if you call it a blog or a vlog. Yeah, a vlog yeah i don't know if you could call it that i would say it's more more like kind of a, a show an internet show because we there don't we aren't doing like candid everyday life we're we're doing a bit <laughs> but i'm sorry we had to split you guys up and put you in different rooms it's okay it's sometimes it's for the yeah. best okay ah so um, that's what that is all right now it all makes sense what do you mean? Because I see <laughs> I see Dan and Lizzie on two different lines. So I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, they kind of had to go in separate uh, gotcha. rooms. I'm just uh, I'm hoping that we're we're trying a new we're trying a new uh, format here or a new uh, platform. We'll we'll make sure that this works right. Awesome. Yeah, Dan's Dan's just in timeout. Yeah, if if that's the case, then that's the case. <laughs> you guys said it, not me. So in this new era of having happy hours and uh, drinking, we'd rather do it in a bar or a pub, but we get to do it via the internet now, which is the way I think most of us are doing. I think I've seen people do, you know, obviously the people have done work meetings, but now they're doing happy hours and family happy hours and game nights and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I've seen a lot of different people trying a lot of different ways to stay connected through this whole monstrosity. I mean, it's kind yeah. of good it's happening now in a technological era because, you know, Spanish flu 100 years ago, they didn't have all this internet fun that we have to keep each other connected. So silver lining. Yeah, they, they didn't have to worry about any of this. I mean, if their video platform was working or not. Totally. Well, yeah, my, my family had an impromptu happy hour that is uh, is still going on, actually. So, uh I, I might be on a limited, little more limited schedule than I had planned, or else I might be in timeout. <laughs> I'll just tell them it's for a good reason. I did. I did. Okay, so we might as well just cut right to the chase as to what we're drinking now. I'm just pouring a. Um, 
them something. This year's oh, Madagascar uh, Nitro, and it comes in cans now. The Bourbon Barrel Imperial mm. mixed out with uh, vanilla beans. Picked it up at Benny's today, which I'm glad that essential services include places like Benny's. There'd be riots if it wasn't. I saw so some really nasty you have a going around on Facebook. You need to... Sorry, go ahead, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some I saw some really nasty rumors going around on Facebook that they were going to shut down all of the liquor stores in in Illinois and that was just the cruelest joke I had ever seen. So they didn't really seem to have the kind of procedures in place to really even think that they're caring about what's going on. They were just glad that they were open whereas you know if you go to like CXT coffee and get coffee. They bring it to your car. They've got gloves on. They're doing all the the right sort of things. Yeah, I went to the grocery store today and they even had stickers um, where you're supposed to stand when in line and checking out to make sure you're keeping the right distance. And then they even put up some uh, like plexiglass between you and the cashier so that there was minimal contact there too. So totally new from the time I went a week ago. But um it's hard to keep things fresh in the house if you don't go once a week. So I try to keep it like every seven days, no more, no less, and uh, make that happen. But Evan, you're going to have to let us know how that beer is because I just I had one when they first got it, and I'd love to know your thoughts. All right. Well, you guys um, fire away what you're drinking while I sip on it. So I'm drinking the last beer of our um... – In your house? No. Oh, gosh. Absolutely. Oh, my God. The last beer of our of our split ten pack that we got, Evan, that you still haven't picked up. Um, I'll get it tomorrow. So I'm 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 actually I've actually had all five of mine now. So uh, this is the last one. It's by Monkish Brewing out of uh, Brewing Brewing out of Torrance, <laughs> California. Uh, called LA. Bout to Skyscrape. Bout to what? Double IPA, eight point five percent with cashmere and galaxy hops. What's it's it quite called? Good. About to what? About to skyscrape. About to skyscrape. Do you know that uh, lyric by chance? Uh, no, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look this up because that's a very obscure reference. Huh. We have not been able to partake of the monkish cup before. Alas. It it it, it when it comes to, you know your hazy IPA styles. They are about, I think, the best out there. Um, they actually started out as a brewery that only did, they, they were going to do IPAs. They were just going to do like Belgian styles. And then I think they saw the writing on the wall as to what what was, um, I guess, making, making money. But um, the head brewer out there just kind of went for it and he's really good at it. I can't tell you the number of breweries I've heard that say they want to do more Belgian style stuff and then completely abandon Never it. Never do it. Like two or three months. Yeah. All yeah. that comes up if you, uh, if you Google this is a Demi Lovato song, but I know that that's not true. So most of their beers um, utilize some sort of hip hop reference. Ah. So anyway, we, we like to do a series on our on our YouTube channel called Brew Tunes, and we like to feature lots of different uh, beer uh, music related brews. So uh, we actually yeah. have in the fridge from Mars called Smoke Weed Every Day. That's going to be coming up on our channel <laughs> in the next few days. Awesome. 
And it's so great. What are you guys drinking? And then you'll play that music in the background. Oh yeah, every time. And it's great. And, and it's great too because Dr. it's Dre, it's a chronic. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Yeah, and Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. Is that the Chronic two like uh, what two thousand one? Yeah, Chronic two thousand one. That's right. And it's great because it's a it's a Grazer, and most people don't actually get the chance to try a smoked wheat. Oh, nice. So, what are you drinking? Currently, we are drinking... can I drink something, Dan? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it is in the videos too. Um, we are drinking uh, a Maybach from Tighthead called Mechanics Grove. Starting off light because the next beer we're gonna open is n not a starter beer. <laughs> Interesting. I'm intrigued. And are you both drinking the same beer then? I believe so. Unless Dan opened one without me, we are in separate rooms. He might have. He might have gotten ahead of you. I did open the yeah. next one, but I haven't had it yet. <gasps> How dare you! <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to let it breathe. It's not wine, Dan. Well, it is a barley wine. See? Ooh. There you go. Where, where's the barley wine from? Lake Effect Brewing in Chicago. Chicago. Um, speaking of Chicago breweries, which um, my trip to Benny's was mainly to go get Dovetail. Mm. Um, I got the four pack of the half and the four pack of the Hellas. Oh, and you, I you went today, Evan? You went today, Evan? Yeah, I did. I did go today. Is there still did they have plenty left? Uh, yeah, they were running a little low on the Hellas. <gasps> All right, we're okay. leaving right after this. Yeah, yeah. they have the beer or is that out? Uh, no, they still had a, they had plenty of the half. They had probably a little less of that than the of the Vienna Lager, and then they had okay. even less of that of the Hellas. All right. Okay. Spoiler alert! I was like this close. I couldn't. I can't even. I can't even describe it because you can't see it. But I was like this close to putting the Hellas Lager on my deserted island beer list. So their their specific one or any Hellas? No, Lager? no, they're theirs. No, theirs. Specifically yeah. dovetails. Yeah, it's uh, it was an exciting day when. Um, one of our friends, Kyle, informed us that uh, it was in, at Benny's. And so um, thankfully, yeah. a place like Benny's is able to kind of draw from the Chicago area because there's so many good so many good options up there. That really jump-started all of us that day, didn't it? It, it kind of did. We all needed one. <laughs> didn't even have to get it in hand, just knowing that it came to Peoria. No, I need to get it in hand. Like, we need yeah. to leave now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, hey, we'll hurry this up, and then that way we can we can be good. I'm pleasantly surprised with the variety that uh, Benny's has been able to bring us. I mean, if you go fire tucks to Benny's back to back, you can tell the difference in what they stock. Oh yeah, oh for sure, for sure, and that's a good thing. I I like it's good to have a little competition, right? Yep. So, you guys do a YouTube channel. You mainly, I would say, what are they like five to ten minute videos? Yeah, you have you have a little bit of a a review on a specific beer or something, kind of have a theme to it. So take it from there and tell us a little bit more about what it is that you like to do on that. Well, Dan mentioned brew tunes. I would say that's something we've been having a lot of fun with. We've been trying to also break into uh, doing like movie reference beers. Uh, we have one in our fridge that we're hoping to do. Uh, even more eight pounds, six ounce 
baby infant Jesus. Uh, <laughs> as a reference to Talladega Nights, we've done uh, a beer called Grail at, for Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Um, so getting into that, a lot of pop culture references. We also do Beer Gear, which is probably our most successful series right now, uh, where we get uh, different uh, tumblers, growlers, things like that, and kind of review to see if their claims actually hold up. Oh, yeah. there's. I, I've said this before, but when I talk about gear, I don't love drinking almost at any time beer out of a stainless steel, you know, cup. Have you guys tested that? We yes. did the Stanley tumblers. So the original set we got from Stanley was a stainless steel tumbler. We had met them at Great American Beer Fest a couple of years ago and uh, mm -hmm. got, got in pretty tight with them. So they've given us a whole bunch of different stuff to try out, which has been great. Uh, but they came out with something a few years back called the Ceramovac and we tested the stainless steel stuff first, and when we got to the Ceramovac, we were pretty much blown away because it really eliminates the big complaints people have about drinking beer out of stainless steel. And the Ceramovacs, I can tell you, are choice. Nice. Yeah, that was probably our favorite beer gear that we've reviewed so far. Well, that's promising because most of the time I have one, I just, I'm kind of disappointed. And so we, typically at this point, if I, if I brought home any other like glass or vessel to drink out of at my house, I'd probably, I might be sleeping on the couch. <laughs> anyway, we pressure, we pressure test these too. So we've, uh, I mean, not figure, not literally, but, uh, figuratively we, uh, we, we take these, these, these glasses on trips with us. Uh, we, we like to go camping and uh, canoeing and that sort of thing. So we take these with us and they sit on top of the cooler all day out in the sun and they hold up pretty well, whether it's stainless steel or ceramic. So. But the ceramic definitely gives a better, uh, an overall better better overall uh, impression for me. I don't think I've ever used ceramic to be honest. Maybe in Hofbrau, but um, those. Uh, so Evan, I think you made a joke a few years back about all the parents walking kids and stuff with their uh, yetis. Um, Yeti, yetis and whatnot. That you know, you soon realized <laughs> they're not drinking water or coffee or tea in those. And, we haven't uh, we done kinda, that. We kind of started to catch on to that same thing, and so uh, my wife bought a couple for us last year, and we had one beer out of it the first time, and we're both kind of like, "This is a little too metallic tasting for us. We may need to just keep this to water, at least until we get like a good amount of usage through it." I don't know about the Yetis, but I, I do think that the 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 sorry the stainless steel ones that we've gotten from Stanley have not contributed a lot to the actual flavor, but they do affect the carbonation in a mm -hmm. less than desirable way. So, I, I think from a flavor perspective, the ones that we've had that have been stainless steel have been fine, uh, but the Ceramovac is just as good as glass, in my opinion. Nice. So brewing like paraphernalia things like that are a part of it i know you guys do focus in a lot about or a lot on kind of more regional local uh breweries and um lizzie you've been known to uh, sling some bearded owl beers uh at least when they were open right yeah yeah i i'm a bartender at bearded owl when you know we weren't in a pandemic um god have you been, they have you been helping out there at all I have not been helping out there yet. I'm also a pediatric home care nurse. Ooh. So 
I'm trying to limit my exposure. My patient's currently in the hospital, but um, not COVID related, but I, you know, he could come home at any time and I really don't want, I, I don't want to be exposing myself to the public. Yeah. Well, you are smarter than probably half the people on my block at this point. So thank you for doing that. I tried. Does Bearded Owl have their dark lager on? I'm trying to, I'm drawing a blank on their, uh, that name that, that Evan, we talk about all the time that. The Dunkle? Uh, the Dunkle. Oh Who's your Dunkle? Do Who's they have that on? I feel like I need to get a couple crawlers of that. That would go great. They do, not, they do not have it on right now, but I know Nick was brewing it right before the pandemic. He had ordered everything. So I don't all know right. if he actually got everything or not, but that his plan was to rebrew it. It's the second most popular beer they have. And it's I all just, because I of Lizzie, basically. It. It's basically because of me, because I, ah. every time I'm working, I'm like, you need to try this. You need to drink this because it, it's, it's my phenomenal. favorite that they make. Um, it really is phenomenal. I've I've sent it to friends around the country just to get the, the name out a little bit and just, you know, say, you know, it's a dunkle. Yes, that's that's not a sexy style, but man, it is really well done. And I, I've told Nick that multiple times, too. It's it's tremendous. I don't know what you're talking about. Dunkelweizen is a super sexy style. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, fine with it. Yeah, I think it's the gen pop. I don't I know. Don't if it's it definitely caught Nick off guard. I think how popular it was, but, um, oh, sure. but that just goes to show you, you know, good breweries always have good bartenders and good bartenders should always be, you know, just promoting the, not only just the obscure stuff, but just what they like and what they should like and what people nice. like. And so I applaud you for doing that because it's not a style that most people sit down at a bar and like, oh, I should definitely try the Dunkel because a place like Bearded Owl's usually got, you know, an IPA, which is going to be your most popular um, and a lot of various styles. So that's why, yeah. that's why I think it's a, it's a good thing that that's something that they're becoming known for. Well, I will say that I think the reason I was able to sling it so much is because people always ask me what my favorite beer is that they serve. And I ain't going to lie. So, and then I, I tell them it's a Dunkelweiss and they don't know what that is. So I give them a little sip and that's all it takes. Yeah. I think with Dunkelweiss being a German beer, there's got to be a German word for a phrase like it's a pretty, you know, it's like a pretty girl, but she doesn't know that she's pretty. There's got to be a German word for that. And I feel like that word would apply to uh, who's your dunkle. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of pop culture references, they're always pretty good at doing the pop culture references on the names of their beers. Nick definitely likes to reach deep for some of his, uh, his beer names. Uh, he's definitely, we've given a couple, we give, we've given a couple of volleys to him and then he's, uh, he's given him a little twist here and there and, he, he or shut them down completely. Yeah, he kind of goes the way of uh, wake brewing, where the, he tries to do some like you know more obscure music references. You know the 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 brothers Paris, as I like to call them. They uh, they definitely like to go after their their music being in the, the music business before they became brewers. So um, I think uh, there's there's some bro love going on between Wake and, and Bearded Owl too. Yeah, it's um, I did head down there and I got three crawlers on. Oh shoot. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was Friday. Um, and you know, they're doing what they can. They had run out of cans, but they had just yep. got a reshipment, which was a good thing because I've kind of really gotten rid of a lot of, or shed my storage area of some, some of those, uh, glass growlers. Um, but I was thankful and I got the antidote 
actually I got two of those because that was re- really good. And then I got the uh, Sister of the Moon because my wife will like that one. I do like that one too. That is their number one. I really did like their, um, um, oh shoot, what was the one that they had on for St. Patrick's Day? It was the Irish Red. Oh, Crimson and Clover? Yeah, that, and it was a nitro. Yeah, so I don't know what they're doing with that one right now because you can't fill crawlers with the nitro tap. I know, exactly. that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, I want one of those. And then I was just thinking, well, this ain't going to work because it's a can crawler. Yeah. Unless you can put a widget in there, right? Yeah, they, they I think they tried those. it. The cans have to be made with it, though. Yeah, I'm drinking this Madagascar, and it's supposed to be a nitro, and it didn't like have that sexy cascade that you see when you do when you pour a good um, Guinness. Yeah, Guinness draft in bottles, bottles up like, like a normal nitro does, like just straight, straight bottoms up. Evan, have a hard pour. Hard pour. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's supposed to be a pretty hard pour, and so you'll lose it a lot of the, it. It didn't do the normal normal effect. Nope. Yeah. All right, I'm How curious. Do you like it, it's tasting fantastic. It's really good. Ryan, are you moving on to your cellar? Because I know Ryan's got a pretty deep cellar. <laughs> <laughs> I went through half of this glass in about the first two minutes, so I decided to start drinking some water a little bit and slow down. But uh, I'll, I don't know what I'm going to go on to next. I, I honestly, I, I pulled down this uh, Suarez family um, Keller lager, but I really wanted um, you guys to see the look of it. So without being on video, I might put that back in the fridge and pull something else out. So we were kind of on the topic of, you know, what Bearded Owl is doing. And I will say that they did a great job of getting a website up really quick to be able to do online orders because I don't think everybody's been able to do that because everybody's got to switch their business plans and their approach to being able to get beer to people that want it. Well, not to take away the magic from you, Evan, but Nick was already planning on getting the website out and it just happened to be a necessity as it was about ready to go out anyway. Which was, you know, just fortuitous timing. So I'm glad he was working on that. If you want to hear a really funny story, the uh, the Fox here in Peoria, they we had talked to Matt, the owner there, and then uh, Rob, mm-hmm. the bar manager there, maybe four weeks ago. And at at under no at, at that point, under, Matt said under no circumstance were they planning on filling crawlers, growlers, or cans. And lo and behold, like last week, they said we got a cannular canning machine, and they're canning Kirby's now, sixteen ounce cans to go. So. Um, it, you know, funny, it's funny how things can, can change in just the course of, in the course of a month. I really love that they, uh, hopefully that I hope they coined that phrase. What was it? Kirby? Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I think everybody has to find new and unique ways of, especially in this, uh, hospitality industry, because, no one can sit down for a beer. No one can sit down for a meal anymore. I mean, maybe off the record, I'm a little surprised that Poor Bros hasn't done that. And, you know, I, I, I'm I, not going to, you know, second guess Robbie or, you know, say that he's doing the wrong thing. I mean, but even, you know, Slowhand is doing something a little different by not serving the public. They're only catering meals to institutions. And 
I think that's pretty noble, but uh, it's a little surprising how they're handling it a little differently than some of the other some than some of the other places have been doing it. Yeah, and I went I went one of their first days to try to you know I'm I'm we're trying to help support local as much as we can, and I went yeah, one I of agree. the first days and the uh, the takeout delivery to your car service was actually like spot on. It was really good, and then it was about maybe two or three days later where they said we're only doing the uh, the catering service only. So I was kind of disappointed. That was it was awesome just to like get the order down and get, you know, sausage and chicken and coleslaw um, and some sauce right in a, a tray and deliver to your door. <laughs> but I mean, Robbie's very involved with the community, so I think that he knows what he's doing. But it, yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely use some slow hand right about now. Oh, man. That, yeah, it really does. It sounds great. I just I have a feeling, though, that that might have been a decision forced upon them by the fact that okay when you cook a brisket and you make 12 pounds and you cook ribs and you do x amount that they were probably ending up with more left over at the end of the yeah. day with just the yeah, curbside stuff to order. It, yeah it's not like you can make a hamburger and make one of them i wonder if that's why they went to it and they may have been able to not only just help themselves get through the food that they were cooking but also to kind of be more of a community involved thing and i guess you guys know this as well as we do is like that's what robbie would do yeah i agree yep so i, I hope that works in the end i hope that works the best for them in the end because if that's what has to keep poor brothers open and and slow hand open then by all means i hope that yeah i, I, I that better be what it takes so we've also moved on. Uh, we cracked open the Lake Effect Brewing, and the, uh, the the one that we have here is Quadrigo. It is a barley wine aged in rum barrels, uh, 11% by ABV in a 17-ounce bottle. I guess that's 500 mLs for the uh, the European or uh, communist metric listeners. <laughs> I don't know, Dan. Yeah, it's a good cool. time. Eight o'clock is probably a good time to hit up the barley wine, but that's probably not a good four o'clock beer. Oh, bar, I mean, barley wine is life. Barrel. If there's anything I've learned from uh, from don't drink beer, it's that barley wine is life. Eleven percent. There, there are definitely. How do you so like it? What, so what's the format of that? You, what was the format of that? Did you say it was like a five hundred mL? Yeah, five hundred mL. So you guys can split that and probably still survive the night. I think I think Lizzie's We're drinking on empty more. something. Yeah, Lizzie's drinking I on am. an empty stomach right now. And sometimes with a, a slow sipper like that, you always have to have a sidecar too. That was supposed to be the Maybach, but it's gone. Yeah, we drank that. Dan, what are you keeping yourself busy with these days? Uh, I am still working from home, if that's what you mean. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, so I, I'm an engineer. I work at cat, uh, you know, the, the quintessential caterpillar or the quintessential Peoria person. I, uh, I work at caterpillar and, uh, I'm still working from, from, from home. And I actually honestly feel like I'm as busy, perhaps even more busy than I was when I was in the office. Cause there's not the social interaction or interference, whichever way you look at it. <laughs> uh, so I'm getting a lot more done, uh, in an, Generally, a little bit less time, but somehow I still feel like I have less time in a day. Well, that makes that makes uh, two people here, um, right, Ryan? That's that's a caterpillar yeah. fanatic. Yeah, it's um, 
It's interesting, <laughs> to be honest. I think everyone has their computers open all day at home now. So it's like more, you know, emails and in the morning, more emails later at night. So I think there's a lot more communication and things like that going on, um, you know, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But uh, there's there's probably a little bit more pressure to to like stay on on tune with things and, and such. So um, but everyone I talk to, it's just like. You know, I, I get up, I get a pot of coffee going, I sit down in my office, I get online outside of getting up to go to the bathroom and refill my coffee and water. Um, I'm doing this for the next 10 hours and I don't get much movement all day. So I've been trying to get, kind of- you know, a dog walk in the morning, a run, you know, in the early evening and stuff like that to keep the steps going and stuff like that and just try to get up when I can and just kind of walk around. I think Lizzie can attest to the fact that I usually, you know, maybe start like work, you know, start sitting down on my computer around eight o'clock, get work for about three hours until like 11, 1130, then take a siesta, like a little siesta for like three hours in the, in like the middle of the day, do some stuff outside, you know, you garden, uh, walk the dogs, uh, fix, try to fix my car, which isn't working right now. And, uh, and then I go back to work maybe like, you know, one or one, one or two o'clock. And then we'll have dinner and then, you know, I'm still maybe back in there in the office from, from like seven, from like seven to eight or seven to eight thirty. So it gives me a little bit more flexibility in the day, which I actually like because I get to, you know, get some of the st- things done uh, around yeah. the house that I wouldn't normally be able to do because it's <clears throat> dark when I get home. Well, if you've ever had a conversation with Dan for more than five minutes, he'll tell you all the things that he wants to do, but doesn't have time for. So this pandemic is just working out great for him. <laughs> no more. <laughs> it's, it's opened up so many doors for all of us that we never knew were going to be opened. That is true. I haven't worked since, well, besides bearded owl, I don't, I don't count that cause I do it for fun, but I haven't worked since in over a month now. So I am done. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're ready to go back. I'm ready to go back. Yeah, I am. Um, after watching a couple of days of um, our kids essentially being homeschooled by my wife, who's not um, not inexperienced in a regard of um, you know childhood education, but to do three different children at three different grade levels with three different sort of assignments, um, I am. Um, I wish I was at work more. That's gotta be tough. It's, you know, it's, it's some of them do it better than others and meaning the kids and uh, it's just kind of getting back into a different groove, but you know, it's, it's tough on the kids cause they don't, they kind of understand, but yet again, they don't necessarily understand everything that's going on. Like, why can't I play with the, Hello? the neighbor kids as much as I used to and all this stuff. So, that's the toughest part with them. They'll get used to the Heck, school stuff, but. Heck, I'm having a hard time not going out and playing with our neighbor friends. No, I get it. I mean, I'm at Port Rose like two or three times a week in the summertime. So like now I can't even go hang out with the people that I usually like to socialize with. <laughs> I, like, I actually feel like I might become an alcoholic. Yeah. It's just so funny following like just the general Instagram of how many people are just like, yep. It's uh, it's time to drink wine again tonight because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> it's like we're all going to come out of alcohol. <laughs> I think I. Yeah. And we're not even going to the bar. 
<laughs> I think we were there. Yep. Kyle and I were recording. And I think you guys showed up at Poor Brothers, and that was one of the last nights that they were open. Oh, yeah. That was and, like two weeks ago, right? Yeah, three? it was a couple of weeks ago. And we were working on a beer recipe on that episode, and the next thing you know, everything shut down. Yeah, I was just disappointed, and I think Kyle was too, that he couldn't come over to help brew that, and I ended up brewing it by myself. And my wife was really happy because she had to help out with some of the uh, manual labor portions. Ooh. Is that what you classic, right? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> You're being sarcastic, right? <laughs> she, well, no. Well, actually, no. She had to help with like lifting um, things like that that otherwise Kai would have been there to, to help me with because there's some trying trying to haul a a brew kettle that has you know, 12 gallons of liquid is it, and it is not easy for me to do by myself. Oh, I thought you guys were talking about like marital stuff and I thought it was like code for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our, our code is, uh, uh, we're, we're brewing at home. <laughs> what was the thing we came up with, Dan? Was it, oh, it was mini golf. Mini golf. We're yeah. play mini golf. <laughs> I, uh, I checked I checked on the beer, Ryan. We're good to go. I'll awesome. dry hop it once. We'll dry hop it again, and then she should yes. be she should be ready. We'll keg her up. Good. All right. I think I need to drop off and get back to my family happy hour. So hopefully, I'm not ending this uh, thing early. But I'm gonna I'm gonna head head upstairs and uh, and get no, back think- to some family chat. We'll have fun. We're all uh, we're all getting and getting our socialization in through the internet these Alrighty. days now. And and my beer of the week, we didn't talk about that, but my beer of the week was More Mendy 2019 oh, Barrel Aged Stout, no oh adjuncts. Gosh, oh, it was geez. phenomenal. Oof. And my provision of the week was a filet mignon that I got from Pottstown. And um, it's probably the most perfectly cooked steak I've ever made um, over the weekend. So. It was uh, it went well with some red wine and it was really good. So, what did you do? Did you put it in the oven for about twenty minutes to just heat it up, and then um, did kind of the reverse sear process on the grill. So I had the grill at about five fifty and just threw that on there for about uh, twenty, maybe thirty seconds aside, and it really turned out a perfect medium rare. So, lovely. All right. Well, cheers. Nice. Well, you go be with your family. We'll see you. Yep. See you tomorrow. Make sure you stake out six flags that are six feet apart in your yard. All right. Cheers, Ryan. Cheers. So, a couple of times, just to give you background, we have done. Let's go over to his house. We'll put things like six feet apart, and everybody's got their own cup and glass. Because we want to see each other's faces once in a while. That's that, true. I, I'd be down with that. So, yeah, that's that's one way we've we've tried to stay a little bit uh, social. But um, this would probably be the best time for you guys to let us know what your four packs are on a desert island. And I always tell people like 
if you don't feel if you feel too pressured to give a particular brewery and beer, that's fine. You could say a style, but it's even you get you guys get brownie points if you do uh, a specific beer in the style. I was going to say the only before Ryan left is he was talking about Mendy, and I was going to say the that might be the only Evan that I'm like more than you is. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah. Evan, formerly of more, but now of phase three. Yeah, exactly. Now, Ryan would find a lot of ways to have work that he had to go up there for, and then he would always make a stop at more. I, I will give you a fun fun story. We were at uh, Great American Beer Fest, uh, what was that, 20, 2018? And, yeah. Uh, we, were, we were actually there because... Uh, we had won a contest with BrewDog as mm-hmm. a best, best best beer reviewer in the U.S. Nice, uh, yeah. So they, so they flew us out to Great American Beer Fest, and we were trying to show some of the other winners in different categories. Some of our our uh, Midwestern favorites, you know, these guys were from all over the country. A couple from Atlanta and the West Coast, but we we wanted to get some barrel aged Mendy, and we we went over there. And Evan happened to be pouring on on the session that we were there, and he was so stoked to see us. And he gave us like all kinds of freebies and like he was, he was maybe a little lit, but, uh, it was a good time to, to see him and, you know, share some, some Mendy and some, what was it, uh, some henna and some, some henna swirl, I think actually. Henna swirl. He gave us very generous pours of henna swirl. Cause you know, they're only like supposed to pour to the one ounce mark. He filled our glass all the way to the brim. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the good thing and bad thing about, uh, knowing somebody when you stop, right? Yeah. Yep. He was that, the only that, person we saw that we knew on Saturday. We we had gone on a Thursday the year before. Completely different experience. Yeah, I've never been to GABF, and um, oh, you gotta go, man. Uh, yeah, it's been on my bucket list. A buddy, a buddy of mine, and have we've always wanted to be able to go. But I feel like now is sort of not the time to get to think no. about going to a beer festival. Unfortunately. Um, Ryan and I were scheduled to go to the Weldworks Invitational out in Colorado at the end of June, and they already postponed it to October of this year. Wow. And I wonder if some of that has to do with, you know, I wonder if all the breweries and things that they had coming were just having a hard time either one, getting things together, staff together, or just having the funds to be able to come to a beer festival like that. Probably. probably. And, just, and, and I would assume it's probably just all of the above, but, you know, they were gracious enough to be like, you know, if you can't do that date, we can refund you. Um, but Ryan and I are going to stick to it. I'm just hoping that uh, we can be on the other end of, uh, quote, uh, the curve, no matter how flat it gets, that we can uh, still enjoy. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to splurge once all these uh, travel bans and shelter-in-place orders get out of, pla- uh, out of place. We're and everything starts, out of Dodge. And everything starts to get back to normal in a safe way. I am definitely um, going to be going, well, both of us will definitely be going to a bunch of different places. No dance leaving without me. I mean, I have done that before, but mostly because of work. Yeah, it's, 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 you can, there's positives about it, but there's still this sort of trapped sensation even though we're all getting outside a little bit more thank god the weather's better truth so on that note why don't you guys do your four packs you guys can choose who goes first you can go first dan no dan okay fine it's it's like ratings you have to go first (laughs) i don't know i don't always go first in our ratings either though almost always 
Okay, well, I've got four in there. I tried to pick different styles. That's just kind of how I roll. I like a little bit of variety. I did have a more of a, a logistical question. The way that you phrase it, is it a day? Is it a desert island or a deserted island? Because that did, that almost affected my choice greatly. This is a very engineer question. That, that, that's a very engineer question. Um, no rules apply. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go deserted island because that opens up my choices a little bit more. The reason I say that is because if it was a desert island, I probably would have picked a Big Shark Lemon Rattler from uh, Urban Chestnut, but... You're just trying to squeeze in extra beers that you were considering. Yes, yes, yes. That's true. Okay, so my, my list is, uh, I, I, like I said, variety is my, my theme here. And I'm going to go first one right off the bat, Pseudo Sue, Toppling Goliath. Uh, I just really like that beer. And there's, of course, a lot of variety, uh, uh, varietals of that beer. But I think just the base one is going to tide me over pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my next one is uh, Malama Lama. It is a mild ale. Uh, with cinnamon and a little bit of coffee from White Oak in uh, Bloomington. Mm-hmm. Actually, it might, be, it might be normal, but um, my third one, Edmund Fitzgerald, and I know that's that's kind of reaching oh, deep. Nice. It's always had a deep. Uh, it's always had a a bit of a history with me. I've always liked a porter. My my one of my old mottos maybe used to be, uh, "I've never met a porter that I didn't like." <laughs> We've now proven that to be false, but. That was that was that was an anomaly. I'm gonna Michael Scott this here and say that was an anomaly, uh, the one that we didn't like. But Edmund Fitzgerald is a is a is a good beer through and through. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put that one on there. It's like my one more or less like mass produced craft beer. And then the last one is just for the most variety. Those other ones, you know, more traditional stuff. I'm gonna put Oda Goose from Trey Fontenin on there and just get a little tartness in there just to to mix it up. Oh yeah, a little bit of a horse blanket kind of kind of feeling. Yes, um, I thought maybe you went with the Edmund Fitzgerald because you love the Gordon Lightfoot song, but I love that song though. <laughs> that is a damn good beer, though. It's and a, a damn good song. And damn good song. So I have I have a little bit of bitter memories with it now, though, because I tried to get a special version of Edmund Fitzgerald. While we were at Peoria International Beer Fest, and it got confiscated by the Peoria area JCs because they said it was not allowed, and so I missed out on it, and now I'm a little sad every time I think about Edmund Fitzgerald, which I guess is kind of natural when you think about what the song actually was. Yeah, it was sort of a modern day representation of you know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> okay. That's very poetic. All right, Lizzie, you're up. Okay. So my first one is a white oak beer. I thought it was funny that Dan and I both had a white oak beer on our list. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Hala Acha Blonde. It's so good. Yep. It's yep. just, all, I'm going to preface, though, I should preface with this saying, all my beers sound really simple. But, I mean, at the end of the day, that's just what I want. Like Desert Island, like, yeah, I don't want a, a rum barrel-aged barley wine. No. I think we I think we determined it was a deserted island, not a desert island. Whatever, Dan. Um, <laughs> my next one is the collaboration between Riggs and uh, Urban Chestnut, the session IPL, or as we like to call it, Sipple. Oh, nice. yeah. That was such a good beer. Um, IPLs for me, super underrated style. So, and that was my favorite one of wonderful of late. And uh, of course, I gotta go with Spotted Cow. 
we go up to Wisconsin quite a bit because Dan's family still lives there and we always have to bring some back even if we've had it a a million times it's any gas station we stop at we have to pick up at least a six pack to be fair it's not their necessarily their best beer but it is their most enjoyable beer no Dan it is their best beer you stop it right now (laughs) this is my list it, well, here's, you know, that is one that kind of evokes nostalgia, though. Yeah. I, I I've heard people gets, absolutely hate it, and I was like, what's wrong with you? No, I know, but no, I definitely yeah, can think of people who hate that. But I think with that beer, it, it's just so pure Wisconsin. It, it, oh, it is. It evokes, like, going up to seeing family or stopping at that one gas station to always get it before you cross the border kind of thing. Oh, absolutely that now. Okay, my last beer. My last beer is a beer that we actually recently talked about, and it's Who's Your Dunkle from Bearded Owl. Yes. I got to have that beer. I I can't wait until hopefully Nick brews another batch because I'm just dying a little inside without it. Yeah, I that's a those are great four packs because they don't they they just encompass the kind of style and exactly what you want to look for is in terms of if I can only live with four beers by myself, that would mean the deserted island. Um, that'll be what you want. You want the ones that just kind of make you go back to a place, always kind of satisfy the palate because you're right. I mean, like this Madagascar is wonderful, but I wouldn't want to take this to a deserted island. It wouldn't be something that I, could, I couldn't live without. And a lot of local love on those too, so that's great. Lizzie was definitely better about it than I was. <laughs> All right. Well, at this point, better. yeah, at this point, um, get your local beers as best you can and as often as you can. So that that way they are um, still there when this whole thing blows over or at least blows over for a while. Um, and then um, thanks for joining us. Uh, I think this is kind of the new social happy hour as uh Strange as it is, I think it's starting to become a thing. So I think people around the world are doing it with their friends and their family. So we'll have to keep it up. But when the weather does get better, when um, there's no pandemic to worry about, we'll have to do this in person. Absolutely. Am I supposed to say something now? You you can and you you don't have to. (laughs) So, well, thanks for joining us uh, Dan and Lizzie, how do we uh, find you guys? Uh, just pimp your socials for a second. Well, we're at Till Beardos Part on Instagram and Twitter. We're pretty active there. We're also at Till Beardos Part on Snapchat, but we're too old for that, so we barely post there. And we then probably get uh, a TikTok. Oh yeah, we should probably get a TikTok. Um, and then uh, YouTube is just Till Beardos Part, uh, so you can find us there for all of our video goodness. And if you want us to do a TikTok, you should probably comment on one of our videos to let us know that. Yeah, that's something else the kids are doing these days. Yeah, I want to be hip. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm a little too old for that. I guess if there's one thing, one thing more I'm going to plug is uh, we have a contest going on right now. We're trying to get to uh, 500 subs on our YouTube channel, which in the grand scheme of things is not a lot, but but it's so much to us. But it does mean a lot to us, and. When we get there, we are going to have a giveaway with a whole bunch of fun swag from Wake Brewing in uh, in Rock Island. Oh, 
Nice. So they're, they're going to have some, you know, t-shirts and, you know, glassware, uh, stickers, maybe some, maybe, maybe, Liquid some, goodness. maybe even some crawlers that actually have something in them, but definitely not beer. If you know what I mean? It's like, it's got salsa or maple syrup or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. All, all alcohol free, just, you know, great. Just, yeah, that's kind that kind of stuff. Honestly, guys, at this point, when it comes to shipping stuff, I'm pretty sure they're looking the other way. This is like, um, this is like the end times. If you, if you don't, if you think that they care at this point, they don't. No, I'm sure they don't. They just want business. All right. Cheers, guys. All right. right, Cheers, Evan. Thanks for having us. We'll see you again soon, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully soon. Adios.